0: Now, last week's budget saw, for the first time, a commitment to state funding for IVF treatment. Uh, but is that enough? Should such funding be written into law? Fianna Fáil Senator Catherine Arda has been campaigning on this issue for quite some time. Catherine, good afternoon. To Hello,
1: you. Sean. Thanks very much for having me on.
0: Now, we had you have personal and professional reasons to campaign on this. And if we could touch on the uh, on the personal first, uh, the, uh, um, yourself and your partner um, yeah. were struggling with fertility issues for quite some time. Yeah, I suppose probably
1: since 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we we got, actually got married as well in 2016. That's not to say we weren't struggling before we got married. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it wasn't happening for us. We um, went to my GP. Uh, they sort of do a bit of a wait and see because mm. um, I I was, uh, whatever my age, they sort of given another six months, which isn't an ideal thing to do. I would always advise people to go and, uh, you know, Get, sort of help immediately do the tests. But we went to the GP. He referred us to a gynecologist and we did, you know, various uh, non-invasive yeah. fertility there's treatments. There's a drug
0: you can take. Yeah, there's yeah. a
1: drug called Clomid. It does like yeah. follicle tracking and it. You, you track your ovaries and whatnot. So we did that for a few months and uh, that didn't work. Um, and then we went on. We sort of thought, hopefully we wouldn't have to go down the IVF route because it's so expensive. But... Mm. Yeah, we ended up there but we, when we did our first round we thought okay we're spending so much money it can't you know it can't but work for us Yeah. Um. so we really put everything into it and uh, we were really disappointed when it didn't work and so, this happens to so many couples it doesn't always work but it can work so we did five rounds of IVF and oh, it worked God. in our fifth round yeah looking back Obviously, I do it again, but it's so difficult for couples, not just for the, the woman. It's obviously physically difficult for the woman because you're injecting yourself mm. with lots of hormones. But it's really hard on that woman's partner, whether they're a man or a woman, because they're going through it, living it with them every day emotionally, like asking, oh, how is things going today? You know, because you sort of know if it's going to work out. And it's a really tough journey. For the couple who who are going through it, or the person going through it alone as well. So um, anyway, yes. didn't, it didn't. It was really hard looking back on it. Yeah. And but I, I mean, did it
0: feel kind of brutal at the time?
1: Absolutely, so brutal. And like, thanks to be to God, now we have like. Well, in the Shannon, it went through where people are discussing IVF, where you can now tell your colleagues you're doing IVF. When I was doing it, I was doing it on my own. Like, I wouldn't be saying, Oh, Sean, sorry, I'm just going off for my IVF scan. It just wasn't done. (laughs) Where now I think the conversation has evolved and moved on that you're allowed, you sort of feel okay to say it to your boss. You feel okay, not to say it to the whole workplace, but to a few colleagues. And there's a better environment around. you know, fertility treatments. Every time this
0: comes up uh, on the show, people yeah. get in contact about, about that, the yeah. brutality of the process, but particularly, and there'll be people listening now mm. going through it as yeah. we speak, and it can be really difficult for them because everyone, you know, takes yeah. this, you know, as a rent and stern kind yeah. of, uh, yeah. uh, kind of attitude, yeah. uh, and especially if you're, you know, if your peers are having kids or talking about their kids, yeah. God, it's and yeah, people, it's I suppose, rough. don't
1: realise how sometimes it can be quite insensitive to say oh you want to get a move on there and start your family and sometimes like I might have even said it in the past you're not really realising it more of just a a fill the blanks in conversation but it can be quite upsetting then when you're in that zone trying to conceive and it's just not happening so I know and loads of your listeners are going through this at the moment. And a lot of them are saying, thinking, great that this was announced in the budget. And it is great because the conversation has moved on so much and we're seeing huge amount of funding. There's going to be 10 million euros spent on IVF, but it's not enough. But it's a great starting point. And the minister has really prioritised women's health. Like you can see there's 31 million being put into it. We're seeing like the C and Treat gynae clinics. The lists have gone from nearly 30,000 down to like, you know, under five or even less. And um, we have like endometriosis clinics, menopause clinics, thanks to your colleague Joe Duffy. You know, so there's been a huge sort of movement in terms of women's health. And there has also been a movement where it comes to IVF. So this 10 million is going to be going towards, I think, like um, spending it in private um, IVF clinics, because the real ge- aim of this government is to build up public capacity. And they have started that because we have six fertility hubs around the country and, um, and the view is that once we have the AHR bill, that they'll be able to build on that and we will see the IVF, the ICSI, done in public setting. And the amount of money we're going to be spending in private clinics will hopefully be reduced in the next three, three yeah. to five years. So when, when is this going to happen? So it's going to happen. The IVF, um, the th- £10 million will be spent in the third quarter. So what we have at the moment is we have the AHR bill, which is sort of on standby. Yeah. We know... And a lot of your listeners will be aware of the Surrogacy Committee, which discussed international surrogacy. So that's sort of been on hold, pending sort of input in relation to determinations from the Surrogacy Committee. So we're hoping we're going to have a really comprehensive AHR bill, which will include um, regulating domestic surrogacy, IVF and all the regulation that goes with that, and also it is my hope that international surrogacy will be included, but that's obviously not a conversation. Yeah, so well, that reason, is
0: something that's we, another show No, it is you. something we've taught and it's it's enormously it's complicated huge, it's for people. Complicated. But does that mean we, we we have to get surrogacy sorted out before somebody who's hoping, who has, wants to well, do IDF yeah, well, can get money has for it? has
1: been really clear that the money won't be coming until the third quarter. And I of think next year. Of next year. Yeah. And that's on the basis, like, you can't fund an unregulated service, okay? So that's why the AHR bill, you know, is going to regulate the AHR industry in Ireland. Okay, and that's that's fair enough. Like, if if we were if we were funding an unregulated service, you know, people would yeah, be asking huge yeah. questions, and that's massively
0: yeah, underway. Is like there that. any sense, though, that in terms of that funding, if in the third quarter mm-hmm. of of next year, mm-hmm. you know, it's all in place, mm-hmm. if somebody goes for IVF, is it fully funded by the government? We don't 40%? know the details yet yeah.
1: because it depends. Obviously, the budget is ten million. That obviously has to be divided amongst how many applicants. Too. Yeah, so, so there will be criteria. Um, I have. We, I don't have the de- detail right. on the exact yeah. criteria, yeah. but it will be worked out, and there'll be a lot of stakeholder engagement, patient engagement, um, uh, practitioner engagement, and that, and also there's a tendering process as well. So there's a lot in the mix, yeah. but it, but it is happening, and there's a clear intention for this to happen. Yeah,
0: you know. I, the, the, but you know the way these things can change from year to year, and you know there's another war in another part of yeah. Europe, or the you know the. the, the Should this be set in stone some way?
1: Absolutely. And um, myself and my colleague Fiona Lachlan have been working on um, an IVF funding bill so that we have the budget set in stone and put in a statutory footing. So it means that next year they can't decide to sort of reduce the funding, you know, so that it's sort of... It, it, it keeps sort of going on yeah. and increasing year on year. So, that's, and that there is a um, a template for that in the termination of pregnancy bill where, like, um, the funding for terminations is set on a statutory funding. So, it's not something new. So, we're hoping that that will be, um, we'll be able to get that down as a private member's bill in the next few months. It does take time. That alone is really complicated as well. There's so much, so many moving pieces. But we're hoping that that will actually complement the AHR bill. Yeah. We were meant to have the AHR bill. In the last term, but it isn't visit that it will be coming down the tracks in the next few months. Yeah,
0: why were we the last country in Europe? I to I know do it's this
1: absolutely it's embarrassing. Like I, it's like the UK obviously.
0: Mm.
1: Um, it's it, it depends. It depends on what local authority area you're living in in the UK. Depending on how many you get, but they at least have a system. The fact that we don't have a system is, um, you know, it's really embarrassing. It's it's, and it's it's not even embarrassing. It's just unfair on couples who are struggling and have to remortgage their homes to pay for IVF.
0: Yeah, which is now because we are talking like, I'm going to read out a couple of texts here because Mm. you did five rounds, hugely expensive. Mm. Uh, I did 15 rounds of IVF. The conversation has mo- not moved enough. There is still no leave for women. I would four miscarriages in three years. We need access to protected leave and we need IVF clinics to be regulated. Uh, yes. This is this texter, which, you know, hopefully yes. will happen uh, uh, at some point next year. But like 15 that's rounds of IVF, that's, you've sold your house.
1: Yeah. And your mindset must be, you must be yeah. such a strong person as well to keep it's doing so that. Yeah. And so, you know, so I hope
0: that person was successful. Yeah. When, when actually, or when you did it, the did they give you, because I, I've i heard different mm. stories and different people that perhaps you, people weren't warned, not to put them mm. off, but yeah. not warned just how hard it can yeah.
1: be. Yeah. No, they're like, do you want to go again? Like, it's an industry at yeah. the end of the day. That's why I would like it taken out of the sphere of like a private industry. And like, obviously, there's always going to be, whatever. Services you're selling for healthcare, especially, you're always going to have private and public. But I just think if we had more of a public element where people weren't driven by profit, people would get a sort of a clear sort of. Um, I'm not saying that I didn't get good advice in the yes. private sector, but yeah. you might just have a better indication, you know, will it work? What should I be doing? What should I not be doing? You know. Yeah. It, and what I mean, a consultant of, of. And no, I, it's not driven by. um someone looking to make a monetary game
0: Yeah, and plus also the, or the, someone the, the, ticking the, boxes the, the, looking at it holistically mm. the psychological effect of that yeah. of you know doing round after round mm. and that somebody might come along and say I know you're still hopeful but look at the toll this is taking on you yeah. or your relationship yeah. or
1: slow down the rest of your family. take a break you know yeah where I think in the public sector, I'd like to see like a counselling element put in, um, and just and as as your texter said, that there should be protected leave as well for it. So all of this can't just fund it on its own, but there's so many other services that have to sort of link in with it, so that like women and couples get a more holistic service from the state. And it's not just a service; it's healthcare. So that yes, they get like yeah. decent healthcare from the state when it comes to their fertility.
0: Uh, Anne-Marie says, we endured six rounds without any success. Totally agree with everything being said. Taking 8am appointments in Galway, even though it's three hours away. So wouldn't have to miss a full day of work and explain what I was going through. Mental and physical exhaustion from it all. And trying to mind our relationship in the middle of all the disappointment and grief. Brutal is a very apt description. Good to see this conversation happening around us. So, and um, is there a proposal to have... That, you know, if you are going through IVF, you can take breaks. Yeah, there, there's, um, well, no,
1: there's, there's legislation that went through the Shannon on protective leave for miscarriages and for IVF. So that, like, you get a certain amount of time where you sort of like um, sick pay or annual leave mm. or maternity pay. But it's actually like sort of IVF leave or yeah. miscarriage leave. So you get a certain amount of designated days. So you don't have to schedule your 8 a.m.s and not tell anyone and be in at 9 after having like, and the scans that women have to go through for IVF are quite invasive and some Mm. people if you have any previous trauma you know it can take that that element alone can take quite a toll on a person so definitely like for women, if they're going through IVF, if they can take a day off to do their scans and just get their head around it emotionally, because that affects your whole body and whether or not it will work or not, whether you're relaxed and calm. So it's so important the protective leave element as well.
0: Yeah, indeed. Well, there we go. Hopefully, everything will go well, uh, and uh, and we'll all be in place, or at least it'll be a good start uh, in the third uh, uh, quarter of next year. Catherine Oda, thanks a million for coming in Thank to you us so much. Uh, today. Thank you. you are listening to the Moncrief Show on Newstalk. We're going to take a break after that. TV on the roof.